Um, for today's daf is uh, Shavuos Yud Bet, and um, we're picking up on Yud Aleph Amud Bet on 12 lines up, HEV. That's uh, that's good for us, but hopefully we'll... Alright, I say that every time. Okay. Um, so we're talking about the Beit Din. Uh, we're talking about the power of the Beit Din to... Uh, we had a machloket. If you can transfer, if you can tra- redeem holiness, and tra- if you can redeem the holiness from something that's uh, that's not blemished, right? Um, if you can remove its holiness, so we said if something becomes blemished, uh, a korban becomes blemished, then it loses its status, and you can redeem its holiness and eat it. But if something is not uh, is not blemished. Can you remove its holiness? Can you remove its? Can you remove its stat- status as, as holy, and then uh, and then be able to benefit from it? So it seems like in the end, everyone agreed that you can't in, you can't remove its inter- intrinsic holiness. But what you can do is if when you buy the stock, uh, so the problem. Why would you want to do that? You want to do that because um, every year they buy from the truma 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 fund. They buy a certain amount of animals. By the end of the year, there's leftover, there are leftover animals. Those leftover animals, um, you can't use them from the truma of the previous year. So you have leftover animals in the temples. What do you do with them? So let's find a, use for, a usage for them. Let's, let's redeem their holiness and do something with them. That's the question. So in the end, everyone says you can't really remove the intrinsic holiness. But what you can do, a baiting can step in. They can say when they're doing that whole separation of the animals and buying them with, with the truma money, they're going to say, the ones that we're going to use this year all... I don't know how many of the, all hundreds of them, those are going to be, those are going to be considered coaching. And the ones that we're not going to use from this are, are not going to be considered coaching. They're a certain condition. And that's the way we can work around it, that you're not really removing the holiness from them. You're not re, you don't have to redeem them. Because the basin comes to say, uh, establishes that those that are going to be left over, they're not even Kodesh. That's kind of the summary. So now, we had... Um, a few questions as to uh, if if you could if Beitin really does this. And we brought a case of um, we brought a case of para. We brought we brought a few cases. We brought a case of um, um, what was the case? We brought a case of Seir Yom Kippur. Uh, we brought a case of an animal that 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 got that got lost. So an animal that got lost. Uh, you had you someone put a brought us. We brought a few examples. They're gonna. We try to say it didn't work out. It's, uh, we're gonna. We try. They try to show that maybe Basin doesn't have the power to do this, and they they, they pushed each one away. They they they, uh, they were able to reconcile those problems, and we, we established that the Basin can do this this, this 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 move. Now they're gonna have another example. It's going to show maybe the Basin can't do this move, and that's from our Mishnah. So you didn't miss anything. Like if you were gone, you didn't miss anything about our Mishnah. Really, seriously, just the whole thing was a piece leading up to this piece about our mission. So, um, okay, so that's ATV. So they're going to be a, again. So this is the ATV. Is a, is a kasha on our claim that the base din can do this according to um, well, who was it? Uh, it was the first opinion. Uh, there were two Rabbi opinions. Right. Who, who was the it was here? Rabbi, yeah, Rabbi Yochanan. Yeah, exactly. And who disagree with him, Rabbi Chizda. This is Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, so this, this is our work. work this, okay, this is a question Rabbi Yochanan. Amrulo the Rabbi Shimon. So Amrulo the Rabbi Shimon. Amrulo Amrulo in Kulan in the to Mikdash All right. So the case is um, an animal got lost, 
right? Um, your, your, your animal for, um, let's say, Rosh Chodesh got lost. Rosh Chodesh Adar, let's say. Or, let's say Rosh Chodesh Adar got lost. That makes sense. Rosh Chodesh Adar got lost. Then Nissan comes around. Then, then, then you, you use another animal for that purpose, for, for your Musaf uh, of Rosh Chodesh. Then Nissan comes around. It's already, uh, it's already maybe Rosh Chodesh, or it's already, you found it on the middle of Nissan, the beginning of Nissan. Then uh, Pesach comes around and say, maybe I can use that one that got lost. I'll repurpose it for, because I found it now. I originally intended it to be a seir for uh, Rosh Chodesh, but now it'll be a seir for, for Passover. Can you do that or not? That's the question. So they asked Rabbi Shimon. So, so they asked Amulo, Rabbi Shimon, I mean, if you lost it and you found it, can you use it for another purpose? So he goes, Amalu, Amalu, Yikravu? Yes, you can. You can repurpose it if it got lost and it, and it came back. You went through this whole thing, Rabbi Shimon, of how they're all different. Uh, each one has a different purpose. This, uh, you know, this is a festival offering. This is Yom Kippur. Each one, they all have a different purpose. So they all have a different purpose. How can you say that one can fill in with the fill in for the other one? Right? If it's all maybe if it's all festivals, I can understand that. But they're saying also more, saying Rosh Chodesh can come and fill in for. Like, they're all they're all medicines. The problem is. One is, a, is, is, is aspirin, and the other is an antibiotic. So can, you, can, can, you, can you read that those words there now? That's exactly what they said. Can you read them in their words? No, I didn't. Uh, can you? Right. Just go for it. Uh, uh, I mean, right, right so, 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 so... They all have the same purpose of being mechaper. They have the purpose of, of healing you. Like, they're all, they're all types of medicine. They're all in the same category. Okay, they're not. They don't have the exact same purpose, but they all have the same. The they're same all antibiotics. Yes, yes, they all in the same category. So, um, you could ask, though, right? Like, Rush is going to point this out. You could ask. Well, they're all in the same category, but like he went through all the effort to prove how each one's different. There's different pasuk. So why did he bother? Yeah. So, so that's what they're going to say. Why? Why? Um, if they had a better answer, why did he bother bringing this? Rush says this dochak. This like. Not not so not not so like um, not so workable solution. He could have just easily said what that uh, the Bastin could. Is that how that works? He would easily say that the Bastin could establish in the beginning of the year if animals got lost that uh, that you wouldn't um, if animals got a Bastin can establish when you when you set aside. The animals for if it got lost, then you wouldn't have to. I guess you wouldn't have to use it again. Actually, it's it's, yeah. it's even stronger than that. If if it's the case, if you say that they're all in the same category and are interchangeable, oh, no, then don't don't bother going through any of this and say as long as they're all in the same category, use whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's 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 what you're actually here. Nema. Nema the Rabbi is like far lines up from Rashi. Nema the Rabbi Shimon. So he could have just said this. Nema the Rabbi Shimon. Lev Beitin Matnash Im Lo Yakriberegel Yakriberegel Zeh. Yeah, Beitin could establish it, right? I mean, if the power, of, if we have this idea that Beitin could do things, so they could do that. Why do you have to bring this whole this whole limu that's kind of like not not like so not so uh, clean? But, but and by the way, but that still doesn't answer the question of whether you can remove kedusha because the issue is well, Beitin okay. never was removed. We, we no, everyone holds you can't remove kedusha. That's what we established mm-hmm. that. The whole thing was Beistin could establish in the beginning it was never Kadosh. Never Kadosh. Yeah. That was, the, that was our assumption. You can't, you can't remove the Kadusha. That Machlok in, in Rabbi Chizda and Rabbi Yochan is not about removing Kadusha. 
about it's about what well, if ba- well, you can do this based in thing or not. That's what to, I think. To, to not establish yeah. shot in the first place. Yeah, Rabbi Yochanan holds that based in can do that, do that uh, the uh, idea of removing uh, of saying that in the future this one and Rabbi Chiza says based in can't do that. Dusha can only be removed if the animal on its own through some yeah. somehow becomes yeah okay, uh, has a becomes mm-hmm. yeah. So let's read that inside. This is Ron Daf Yud Aleph and Mubet now on like. Seven, eight lines up, up from the bottom. Rabbi Shimon, lately, so here you go. Um, so why do you give this whole solution? It's a beautiful Rashi here. Rashi says, Neema, uh, let's read that Rashi. Uh, sorry, four lines up from the bottom. Rashi. Neema, Lulu, Rabbi Shimon, 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 Lulu, Limud. They're all really different. I mean, he could have just said the base didn't want to establish originally that, that one red goat could come. Um, so they say like this. Avamai lema left based in matnei alein. Rabbi Shimon. Period. Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon. Come on, you're bringing me a cash from Rabbi Shimon. Get serious. Rabbi Shimon lele based in matnei alein. Rabbi Shimon doesn't even hold this whole thing of based in matnei alein. Doesn't hold by that. If he didn't hold by that, then he had to have that other limud. He doesn't hold the based in can do this. It's like Rabbi Chizda. It's not accepted upon everybody that based in can do this. Um. Damarav Edi, so here's the source. I know that, uh, that, that he doesn't hold by the based in can do this. Damarav Edi, Baravin, Amarav Amram, Amarav Yochanan. Tmidin Shlot, Zuchulitzibor, Lidvei Rab Shimon, Enifdim Tumim. Lidvei Chamim, Nifdim Tumim. So Tmidin, that you don't, that aren't needed for the Tibor, meaning they're left over. Rabbi Shimon says um, you can't, you can't pote them at all. And so from here we understand that he doesn't have the whole trick of, uh, of the based in. You could assume that. Because if, if he did have that option to do the based in, then he would be a podeh, the ones that were left over that the based in established would, wouldn't be holy. Right. So it's kind of a jump though, right? Because it doesn't mention anything about based in here. But we're already, we already established that that's, those are the rules. So then we're just like plugging it into this mahalak here. All right. Good. So um, we're now on the bottom of Yud Aleph and Mubet, two lines up from the bottom. Okay. Um, Okay, so okay, so we have. Let's gonna for those who just came in, I can orient you to what we're talking about um, really quickly. We're um, like in like literally half a minute. Um, we're going to talk about a view. There's a view of Rabbanan of of, of the Chachamim that say um, animals that um, animals that uh, are left over from the previous year, like that that you buy animals from from Truma, um, you purchase them. Uh, you can only use animals this year from Truma from this year. So you have, say you have like hundreds of animals. You have hundreds left over. The ones that are left over, what do you do with them by the end of the year? You can't use them the next year with the money that's purchased in the previous year. So Chachamim, the rabbis say, um, you can, um, you can, Basting can say in the beginning of the year, we're going to just separate all these animals, and the ones that we're going to use, those are going to be holy. The ones that we're not going to use, those aren't holy. And that's the view of Rabbanan, of Chachamim. And now we're going to deal, we're going to say, we say, that's the view of Chachamim. And we're going to say, where's, where's this view of Chachamim mentioned? That's going to be the discussion right now. So you can just like come in, in through there. That good. So now we're going to say, where is this view of Chachami mentioned? And they're going to bring um, four four options. Um, in the end, they're going to say, uh, we can't really find a good source. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan is through tradition. It's going to be. Are, he's the fourth. So let's see. Rabbi Nehu, Rabbi Shimon. Maninu, which Rabbanandi? If you say the Rabbanandi Torah. So remember our Rabbanandi Torah? Rabbanandi, we saw on the previous page, that Rabbanan said you can you can remove the holiness from, you can do the same thing with Torah, that if you have certain Torah, Rabbanan, I'm just going to translate it, Rabbanan, the sages say that basically can establish that if you have leftover Torah, the one that's left over, those aren't going to be holy. 
So we have a source like that. Uh, no, why? Maybe Rabbanan, those Rabbanans of Ketorit, they just said that in relation to Ketorit, Delo Bariyahi. Ketorit, you don't have any other options. You have any other options. Um, Ketorit, you don't have any other options. So there, but with regards to, to me, to me meaning, we want to establish a Chachamim, we want to find the Chachamim that said with regards to Tzmidim, Korbanot, that you could, Beitin could do this act of saying only some of them are going to be holy and the ones that are left over aren't holy. They can say that in the beginning of the year. But we're trying to bring examples that could be the source for this Chachamim. But you can't bring it from Torah because one could say that Torah um, is unique. Tzmidin, uh, you could say Tzmidin, maybe it's not, it's not that Rabbanam because Tzmidin, they can, um, they can graze. And you can allow, if you allow the animals to graze, maybe they'll become, uh, maybe they'll become blemished. And once they become blemished, then, then you can automatically remove their holiness. So you could say, Chachamim, the sake Torah, you can remove, you, you can do that, Beitin could do that, that, that move of establishing these are going to be holy and the ones that left over aren't holy. Um, they can do that move with the Torah, but that maybe they wouldn't extend that also t- to Korbanot, to Tmidin, because Tmidin, you have another option. Tmidin, you have an option that the animals, you, don't, you won't have to go through this whole act of basting. If you could just, after you have leftover animals, hundreds of leftover animals, just say, let them all travel, walk around the field, and maybe eventually they'll become blemished. Once they become blemished, <clears throat> then we can redeem them without doing any acts of based in. So, so, that, so I'm going to say, maybe you can learn from Torah. No, Torah is a unique case. It's more, it's more stringent. It's more stringent. So the fact that you have a Rabbanan that mentions something on, on Torah doesn't mean that they're going to mention the same thing on Tamidi. All right, good. All right. Um, so, okay, so let's bring another Rabbanan. Rabbanan de Para. Remember we saw the Rabbanan of Para. There was Para Duma. Demashani pra did the Yakarim. We already saw that answer. Maybe, maybe, maybe there was Chachamim that said the same. You can do the same thing on Parah that you can. The Beitin can do some Beitin if they don't find something. Uh, they don't find an, the, the Parah suitable. They can redeem it on another Parah. The, the, the Beitin has some flexibility there with Parah. So say no. Maybe Parah Chachamim. Those Chachamim wouldn't be our Chachamim because with regards to Parah, it's something that's very expensive and. They they entitle themselves to, to make to, to do some sort of moves in with regards to para. With regards to tmidim, they're not really expensive. So we just say, uh, you know, uh, so with regards to tmidim, um, what would they do? With regards to tmidim, based in wouldn't get involved. Based in wouldn't get involved. And what would they? Do? I guess they just die. But so, you don't feed them. I guess, or I guess you let them that? graze. I don't know. There's a machloket on that. What you do with what do you, there's three opinions. What you do with animals that are left over. Um, one view is that you let them just die, and Rambam says you, you kind of trap them in a room and don't feed them because they're holy. You can't undo their holiness. It seems like so. They're 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 holy. You can't yeah you know, hear that. So I don't know what to do with that. Another view is that you let them graze, you let them graze in the field, and eventually they become blemished. Once they become blemished, you can remove their holiness. Mm-hmm. Third view is that. You just do this whole based in thing that they're never holy in the first place. Beginning of the year, you establish all the ones that are left over, they're not going to be holy. You separate, let's say, 800 animals. And, and by the end of the year, only 500 of them were, were made for the temple, used them for the temple. You have 300 left over. You can't do anything with them now. The year finished, you can't use the ones from last year's money. So what do you do with these 300 holy animals? You can't use them for any other purpose. So, 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 so one view is that, this view we're talking about, is that the sages in the beginning of the year say, all 800 of these only the ones we're going to use for the temple, they're actually holy. The ones that we find out we didn't use, they're not going to be holy. Then that's the way you get out of it. So, um, so, so with regards to Parah, they would make that move. 
and say, because it's so expensive, say, the, they be ba- based in. They'll be able to get involved and do something in Parabah. That doesn't mean that that's our, that doesn't mean that's our Rabbanan who says in regard to Timidin, because Timidin, um, they're not expensive. Um, maybe hundreds of them probably are expensive, but, but each one individually isn't so expensive. And so, and so they, maybe they'll just use, go with one of the other options. And, it, and, it, and by the way, you just touched on it. It's not Brera. There's no issue of Brera mm-hmm. here. Because I think what the way to view it is, what they're really saying is that the animals become holy as we take them at that moment for the, 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 the korban. So that so none of them are holy until we take them for the korban. And so every one that's left over is never was holy in the first place. It's not that at the end of the year you have brah that you look and you say, Peace wow, one. it turns out that these are the animals that were not holy. It, it, I don't think that's the way to look at it. So what's the tnai of the based in then? The tnai is that, that we're, these are the animals that are to be used. They're, 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 they can be used for, for, for korban. And when we take them, the holiness will sort of come upon them. Because otherwise, otherwise you do have bra, but I don't think you. I don't think that's a good okay. bra. I don't. Okay. It doesn't strike me. All right, that's uh, that's a good investigation. Uh, so look look more deeper into that. Okay, so maybe Bella um, Rabbanan Damrulo. What's this Damrulo? There's a so we said not Bar Rabbanan. This is maybe this isn't Rabbanan the Torah. No, Rabbanan de Paran. No. So what? Maybe it's the Rabbanan Damrulo. What's that man Rabbanan Damrulo? That's Rabbi Ramishna, the Amrulo. It's on the first thing here, um, first first source. Amrulo, the Rabbi Shimon. Malishi Kravu Zebaze. Amrulo and Yikravu. That's from our Mishnah. Amrulo, we have a Kabbalah Shavel. Ech Kravim Zebaze. Amrulo, Kulam Bayan Lechaper Tumut. Okay. So this is the Rabbanans of our Mishnah that asked them a question. So who's who are who would be that Rabbanan? So it could either be Rabbi Yehuda or Rabbi Meir, because they're the Rabbanans that are mentioned in our Mishnah. Remember. Rabbi Shmuel wasn't in our Mishnah. He was from another source. So, so maybe, let's see. If, maybe we can work it out according to one of those approaches. So maybe it's, let's see. Mimai. Uh, so maybe it's Rabbi Yehuda. Vachi Kamarle. So maybe Rabbi Yehuda says, Bishlom Didi, my approach, Damina Lev based in Matnelem, Amtulahachi Yikravu. Eledidach Damar Lo Amar Lo Amar Yikravu. Right, so, um, so that will work out to Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda holds that Rabbi Huda holds by this idea of of um, based in. We we could assume that maybe he holds by the idea of based in, and then uh, then then this could be the Rabbanan that disagree with Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon, you don't hold by based in. So what's your explanation? My explanation is that I have uh, they're all in the same category, right? They're all they're all korbanot on the kodesh. That's my answer. But when we can insert into Rabbi Huda. The view doesn't doesn't co- contradict what he says, so we can insert into him the view of Rabbanan. Now we have the Rabbanan, uh, but they're going to say, "Well, that's not so clear because maybe you could say that the Rabbanan here is Rabbi Meir, and Rabbi Meir can't say that." <laughs> Why? Dima Rabbi Meir he, or Dima Rabbi Meir he. Bach Kamarle Bishlama le Didi Damina Kol Sirim Kabratan Shaveh Mishum Hachi Kravu Leirach Amai Kravu. So it's not one hundred percent sure. If, if you say it's our Rabbanan, our Mishnah has to be either Rabbi Yehuda or Rabbi Meir. If it's Rabbi Yehuda, that works out nicely, but it's not for sure. If you, but you have to say it's Rabbanan. We don't know which one. We want clarity. And so if you say it could be Rabbi Meir, and Rabbi Meir might not be hold by based in. He could easily have said something else. He could have said, my shita is that all these work together. 
So I can easily say that, that if you, you lost one, the other one, could, you, you could go fill in for something else. You're a shita that they're all separate, Rabbi Shimon, wherever you are. Yeah. Um, so my, I have a question for you. How can it work? They go, oh, well, they're not exactly the same. They don't serve the exact same purpose in the same category. Mm-hmm. That would be Rabbi Shimon's answer. So if you want to say it's like Rabbanan of our Mishnah, it gets confusing. Which Rabbanan? Is it Rabbi Yehuda? Is it Rabbi Meir? If it's Rabbi Meir, it doesn't work. So I don't know. I feel like you could answer, well, it's Rabbi Yehuda of our Mishnah. I don't know, but I guess they want to say Rabbanan, it's a plural. Mm-hmm. You have to have two, multiple Rabbanan, so it can't be the Rabbanan of our, of our Mishnah, because Rabbi Yehuda, could, Rabbi Meir could have easily not have held that. We want, something, we want a clear source for the Rabbanan. So, okay, that's a good answer. So they're going to, well, they're going to say, good one. Ella, Rabbi Yochanan, Gemara, Gamirle, Rabbi Shimon, So, now, apparently Rabbi Yochanan received it through tradition, and that stops the flow you got that's you so we usually have like okay, so that's stum. so he he received it in a tradition um what is that so what does that mean they received it in a tradition received it in a tradition i guess that person who gave it they had the source for it maybe, maybe that's what it is i don't know otherwise what rabbi shimon had to have a source uh, that or maybe maybe i don't know maybe that's the source this is a, a rabbanan there i don't know no, it would, if they received it as a. If we, received we know that the Rabbanah, but we, we, so that means we can't have any parallels to it? No? Uh, so we're saying maybe. Oh, there's two things. He could have either learned out from some other Rabbanan that this law on his own. Right. Um, and then you have to search somewhere else. Or he could have had uh, another tradition that there's Rabbanan. And from that tradition, he learned it. So. Because he didn't learn it now. He had a tradition as Rabbanan. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so what are we going to do right now? We're going to do, um, okay, so now we're going to ask, now we, we talked a little bit about um, Rabbanan. Now we're going to get back to Rabbi Shimon. And um, we're going to continue, let me see. Is there a... Yeah, we're going to continue with Rabbi Shimon um, till the end of this, da- this Amud. Okay. We're going to talk about Rabbi Shimon's approach. And we're going to say with Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon holds, what does he hold? Uh, so Rabbi Shimon, so Rabbi Shimon, okay, so we said, Rabbi, we have a problem, right? This whole problem started that um, we have extra animals. Every, every year we have extra animals, the ones you purchased and the leftover ones. What do you do with them? They're holy. We offer three approaches now. We said they graze, they die, or based in does what they do. What about Rabbi Shimon? What will Rabbi Shimon say that happens with them? Corner Rabbi Shimon, you can't do the base din thing. Mm-hmm. You can't do the base. He doesn't hold by that. Um, Meaning, there's no other. The ba- base din can. He doesn't hold by the. Ba- the ba- right. He doesn't hold the base din can do that. We saw that a second mm-hmm. ago. Said so Rabbi Shimon, you asked me about Rabbi Shimon. He doesn't hold that. He doesn't hold that. So what's his solution? So you could have easily said, I guess, let them graze or let them die. I guess, but he doesn't say that. He has another approach. He says, you take them, and if they were used for an ola, <laughs> they were purposed for an ola originally. You can use them for, um, you can use them after you're done using the Mizbeach every day, use them for a lot Nedavah. Use them for like a, a, a what's the word, a, a voluntary Ola, not an obligatory one. Use it for voluntary Ola when you're not using the... And that can be last year's animal? In other words, the idea is you've got these animals yeah, left over, um, Ron comes along... I guess says, so. Here's some money. I, I want to purchase so. I guess that that's animal. That's what they're saying. Yeah. 
But if but is that is that a is that a diminish diminish diminution of, of their kedusha? Well, I don't think it is a diminution of their kedusha because why would it be a why would that be that? I don't know. Just, yeah. Oh, you're that, saying because it? it's a non-obligatory. Yeah. If it's not a chiyuv, does that carbon have less of a kedusha? No. No, I think it's a, it's also holy. Right? It's a holy yeah, yeah. act what you're doing. So yeah, yeah, you're you're, you're yeah you're maintaining yeah. it in the realm of kedusha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're not waiting for you're not removing the kedusha. You're not not. Doing, you're not enabling to not be kadosh ever. You're keeping it in kadosh kadosh level. Right. Saying let's use something, let's use it for some other type so, of kadosh. So, so you can't use it for its own purpose because we said the truma, the truma so can only be used. Yeah. Right. So the question is, can Ron now come along and say, I want to buy that animal, uh, give the kohanim the money, and now can the kohanim now use that money to buy new animals for this next year? Which animal? The, the one that's left over. So there's leftover animals. Ron comes to Jerusalem. Says I want to do a voluntary sacrifice. Uh, I'm going to buy one of those leftover animals and give the coin the money. It's now his. He does the voluntary sacrifice. First of all, can he do it in a year other than the year in which the that sense, animal yeah. was set aside? I get the sense that he can because the voluntary ones is no rule. About yeah, exactly. It having to be, okay, but now the question is the damim, the money that was he handed over to the kohen. Does, is that sort of still labeled as this, you know, last year's money? So you cannot buy new animals for this year, wow, or is it for well, that's like a bite? Yeah, or yeah what, it's an, that's another layer. Right, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's another that's layer. A much different question. Than yeah, that's a, that's I that's would, another layer. Okay. Uh, they're going to talk a little about damim here. Let's see if it addresses that. Okay. Um, that's like another layer. But that gets. But if that if that's possible, then you've got no problem. You've totally repurposed because you've you've, you've already jumped to the next level. Yeah. No, I so think Rabbi Shimon has no problem. If you just there's always going to be enough nedavot that that yeah. you'll. Use up yeah. the animal. At, at least it's at least you're able to repurpose it for another function. If you leave it completely transform it, damim. I don't know. Yeah. But let's see. Sorry. Um, okay. What do you do with them? Okay. This is important to pay attention to Rabbi Yochanan again because Rabbi Yochanan we're going to come back to him. Makitzin bahen you this idea of kite. There's like a, a, a word called kites. We're going to see that kites is like a dessert. So you use it as a dessert for the mizbeach. Like once you finish everything, your meal, your main main course, your dessert. These are like extras. You can use it as extras on the mizbeach. Amar bishmuel bar Rav Yitzchak moder bishimon b'seirei chatach emekitim begufan elabit amehen. Right. So here's here's a question. <clears throat> Amar Rabbi Shmuel bar Rav Yitzchak umoder Rabbi Shimon b'seirei chatat she imikitim gufan el bedamehem. You can't you you can't uh, you can't take if you have seirei chatat that are left over, you can't uh, use their 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 bodies their, the actual animal for this purpose. You have to sell them, use their money, and then 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 use that for some for for the um, for the kites for the extra nedavot. So what's the answer? Okay. So we have the idea. You have leftover. You have leftover olas. Okay. You have leftover olas from the previous year. You can use the Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon says you can use that ola for another ola, a type of type of ola, an ola nedava, a, a voluntary one. They're already holy. I can't use them for, for the for the real purpose they had. Because I can only use ones from the, from the previous year. So what I use it for? I use it for a whole different purpose, but I use it for olat nidava. It's a it's a voluntary one. Um, 
but the problem, but you can only do that. Rabbi, as they're saying here, Rabbi Shimon says you can only do that with with ola that was left over. You can't do that with a chatat that was left over, because a chatat is not an ola. If you have a chatat that's left over from the previous year, you you can't bring a chatat nedava, because that's for a sin. So what you have to do is you have to sell that chatat, and then you use that money, and then you use that money, and you can bring an ola because it's still holy. Or I guess what do you do? I guess you you, you can use the damim of it, and you use the damim. The damim are whole. You can transfer it to damim, and then you have to use you can use that for a nidava, I guess. Um, so how is that answer? Yes. Yeah, so why, why can you redeem it then? Right? Yeah. How yeah. is that? What does it mean? Do shut? Yeah. You're right. I don't know. I, I don't know how that works actually. It says here. Um, let's read it. Who the kara ola vahasta ola vahatan mikara chatat vahasta ola zerala kar kapara atulifnei kapara. I just want to see what is the mikitzin. Let's go back a second. It goes as modim rabbi shimon b'sirei chatat she emikitzin begufan elabidamehen. So I have to define what that means. That you can bring the dessert on the mizbeach with their damim, with their, with their, with their worth. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, but just kind of a. Uh, let's let's stay focused here though. Um, let's see. Let's read this Rashi. Oh, okay. Here it is. Let's read this. This Rashi says, what, what happens is with these chatot is you wait for them to graze. They go and graze. Once they become blemished, then you sell them. I see. So yeah. still the blood. Good, good question. Good that you caught that. Yeah, okay. So that was the Rashi. Uh, you know, So you go, Okay. So. It's one of the other Ways, solutions, yes. yeah. yeah. But he prefers not to do that. He says, if it's already holy, let's keep it going. Mm-hmm. Right? If you have no choice with the chatat, um, so then you let it graze, you let it become blemished. Once you become blemished, you use his money. Okay. Um, thank you for pointing that out. It's good. Um, okay. So they're going to say, something that's mikara ola, you can use it for ola. Something that's mikara chatat, you can't, you can't use it for an ola. What's the reason, though? Because we're afraid that you will get them confused before you, before you have the kapara. So once you have the kapara, once you already, um, yeah, once you already, once you have leftover chataot, so I, I, I took a note on this because it wasn't so clear to me. Um, let me just read what I wrote here. Um, if you didn't use another chatat, this chatat is still relevant, and it's forbidden to use for ola. So if you didn't use, um, if you didn't use another chatat. What does that mean? If, if you if you didn't bring a chatat, you didn't bring the chatat offering. You have a chatat offering on some sort of occasion. If you brought the chatat, then 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 you have this leftover chatat, and you can you could do this the, uh, re- uh, theoretically. But if you didn't ha- you didn't bring the chatat yet, this chatat is still maybe could be used for um, your pur- the original purpose of chatat, and then we're afraid that you would say, oh, I can tra- I can change up Allah and chatat afterwards. I can also change up olan chatat beforehand. Before, uh, yeah, so we're afraid that you'd do that. And and if you, uh, that just means it wasn't valid. So what happens if that? If happens? you do that, then it's it's then, puzzle. Yeah, okay. yeah, so puzzle. Then, so you, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. So we're afraid that you'll do that. You'll switch them in the beforehand, even though. So really, really, according to Shimon, you could really transfer ola for chatat for ola for a chatat afterward. But the problem is, we're afraid that you would do it beforehand. 
So he says, uh, we just say you can't do don't it after do it at all. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So now they're going to go into, so that, that, that's the statement. Uh, now we're going to go into a question. Um, we're going to bring a few sources. We're going to be three, we're going to bring three sources. It's going to stretch to the bottom of the daf that kind of strengthen this idea that we establish the after for the fear of the before. Hmm. Again, so our, our, our discussion right now is going to be on the fact that you can't, um, once you have leftover chata'ot, you can't bring the ola, you can't, you can't, um, you can't bring an ola instead of it. You can't bring it, well, why would, well, would you bring an ola instead of a chata'ot? You can't. It's, maybe you could bring the chata'ot as an Maybe you just once it's oh once oh once okay that's what it is once you already once the time passed and you don't need, you have no need for the chatat anymore so the chatat maybe you can repurpose it mm-hmm. for an ola you could think maybe you could do that and then you bring it as an edava as a as a as a voluntary one he says no you can't do that you can't do that because we're afraid that you might do it before you already had the before you, while you still needed a chatat we still need a chatat then it serves its purpose and and then you would bring an ola instead of it. that would be bad. So here are sources that kind of uh, that strengthen that. That are that, are, that here, are, here are sources for that approach, like um, that corroborate this, or that um, I don't know that support this. Okay. Uh, okay. Abai af tanina. We have a tanaitic source. Here we go. Parvasa ir shayoma kipurim shavdu vifrish acharim tachtem kinsir avadazar shavdu shavdu vifrish acharim tachtem. So Rabbi Shimon makes a statement here. He goes, Rabbi Elzar, Rabbi Shimon, it says there, Omrim, that these chata'ot, what do they do? You let them graze, and they become blemished, and once they become blemished, then you can, you can, you can remove their kedusha. And do something with them. So he could have easily said, "No, you don't do that. What do you do? You bring an ola instead of it. You you bring it as an ola." But he didn't say that there because he didn't say that because there, there we learn that he has the xera of chatat before be, a, after for chatat before. Is that good? You following? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Okay. Here's another source. Marava Another source for this. We're gonna have three here. This is an interesting case. You have a case of um, you have a two C you have a two C you have Sire Lazazel and a Sire um, you have the two C and the two goats in Yom Kippur, right? Um, you have two Sire on Yom Kippur. Um, the the but what happened was something happens. You took out two goats. You have one for God and one for one for Azazel, one for the temple, one for Azazel. The one for Azazel, you separate, but it died. So now what do you do? So you have to get another one. You have to go through the whole process. You go, take two more ones. So you get, right now you have the one Lashem, one Lashem A. Mm-hmm. Now you have to go again. You have one Lashem A, one Lashem B, uh, one to Azazel A. Azazel A died. Bam. All I'm left with is Lashem A. Now I have to bring two new ones. Lashem B and Azazel B. So now I have, I have, I have two, Lashem A and Lashem B. What do I do with two of them? So, Lashemi, this other one, you let it graze because mm-hmm. it's holy. You let it graze, and let it. Then once you let it graze, then it comes blemished. Then you can you can do secret demons money. 
So that's gonna that's a discussion here. So it just jumps in there. Vasheni. Who knows what the Vasheni is? So Rashi explains that whole thing. Vasheni, So again, they say Vamai, and this is Rabbi Shimon, uh, apparently. This is according to Rabbi Shimon. Vamai, you cry, you goofe, Ola. You could bring it as an Ola, right? No. So that, that solution doesn't work. So again, it's talking about chataot here. It's a chatat. The seir is a chatat. So we see here that the seir they don't have the solution of turning into an, into an ola. Okay. Here's another. Uh, here's another option. Um, again, this is another support. Ravina says. So sorry, we had Abai, Rava, Ravina. They're all bringing support for this from different cases. Asham shemetu baalav oshini kapru baalav. So asham, asham, you have an asham that its its owner died, or its owner um, became had kapara already. What would that kapara be? I didn't um, wonder what that is. Let's see. Bechard, bechard. Oh, so I guess you had kapara from another asham. You brought another asham. So you separate an asham, and I guess either the owner died, or um, or he became. Atone from another asham, I guess. Um, so, what do you do with the with the other asham that you took aside? Again, your ad she's to have you macheri put them on says yamut. Rabbi Yeshua Omer yavita bedamav ola li karev. So, so hagu. So, it says. Um, so we're asking a question as to says, uh, the first the first opinion. I don't know why they're saying this is Rabbi Shimon. It doesn't say it's Rabbi Shimon. But somehow they're assuming it's Rabbi Shimon. The, the first view here. You're at Shistevi Macheri Pudavala. Hi, Gufa Ola. Elav Zerala Harkapara to the Fikarba. Shmamina. Okay. So several sources show this that you can't. So really, we have, um, we have these four, really four different options of dealing with something after it becomes holy. One is to let it graze, and once you let it graze, it becomes blemished, and you can do something with it. Another one is that um, you just starve it and you let it die in a room. That was actually appears here, right? Rabbi Ezra Mer Yamut. That's at least Ramam's explanation of what it means. Um, so, um, and then you have another opinion, which is uh, that you that you do the based in thing, and with well, regards. When it says Yamut, by the way, does it mean necessarily that you have to starve it? Is that what you're Yes, I'm saying that's, that's Ramam's explanation. It, I don't know. I, I haven't inv- until it dies. Yeah, I haven't age. investigated that like to the depths, but I just saw that I saw like people bringing Rambam. Mm-hmm. As the opinion on that. Is there that. a reason to hasten it anyway? Because that's well, you're not hastening it. You're just it's like uh, it's uh, kind I of mean, like well, it's not quite putting it in a room. No, it's like uh, oh, you're saying putting it in a room. Yeah. You're, you're condemning it to death, essentially. You you're know? saying if you let it graze, yeah, you're right. Well, it's it's not like a hospice type situation. It's die. not palliative care. Eventually, <laughs> we'll eventually die. That's like your field. Kind of. <laughs> I worked as a chaplain this summer. But it says yamut can be. You could simply, yeah. if you wanted to yeah. take it, it yeah. could simply mean right, yeah. a natural death versus being killed, being shafted, or being, uh, you yeah. know... Let's see if I can find, if I have one it, second, it, I can it find It sits it. better with you us. You want it to die. Yeah. It sits better with us. Right. Yeah, but... Yeah, this is on the page you, you get on. But you want it to die. Yeah. Let it die. Let it die. Let it die. Yeah, let's see. It's like, put out the stud, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the Let me just see. This room thing, it doesn't technically let it live. Let's see, so you say it's al because at this point there's no Baal it's already dedicated to Hashem so that you know um, it's interesting yeah. uh, here uh, cover not go that haven't been 
they should be able to go somewhere and live out there, like a retirement community yeah. for animals. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it. I'll, okay. I'll actually will look into it. It's not just how I look into yeah, it. I, like I don't, it. but I actually will look Rumble into it. I'm causing undue suffering. Yeah, I just saw I saw them bring... Yeah, I didn't find any discussion about it in here, but... Okay, we'll look into it. Let's see if Rashi says something on that on the previous page. Uh, also, you know, you can say, theoretically, you can do that, but don't, don't do that. You don't Maybe, do you have something in there? On the previous Yud Aleph and Mubet, the top of Yud Aleph Bet, does he say something in the, in the, in the English? I don't... Um, Can you look up in the English in Steinsaltz on yeah. 11B on the top yeah. of the page? That's where we were first presented with that approach. The top of the page, 11B. This is until they die. Or they graze until they become unfit. So the one before that is, is the view that they die. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it said be left to die. To die. Does he say anything about that? Anywhere? No. no. Okay. Okay. All right, let's keep going. We'll have to look it up. I'll, I'll put that note for myself. I'll put that note for myself. Until they die. Okay, let's keep going. All right. ובלויתן <laughs> So here's a little discussion we're going to have here. Um, now we're going to have three sources which come to strengthen Rabbi Yochanan's approach. What was Rabbi Yochanan's approach? If you remember, if you go up like like ten lines from the top, he says, "This is Rabbi Yochanan's early approach." But he says, when he explained Rabbi Shimon. So again, we're establishing two things. First, we established Rabbi Shimon what he holds with regards to Chataim Chataot. Now we're going to establish again Rabbi Yochanan's approach in Rabbi Shimon. What do you do with the leftover ones? The initial idea. That you bring them as olat nidava, so we're going to bring three sources which which, which uh, support that. In the mean, in the middle, we're going to have a little discussion on something else. Okay, so the first one is Tanya Nami Hachi, like Rabbi. We're on Rabbi. It doesn't doesn't give a segue to let us know what this Tanya Nami Hachi is on the bottom of Yud Bet Amud Aleph, but it's not talking about the Tanya Nami Hachi of our discussion before. It's going back to the words of Rabbi Yochanan, saying these are going to be three support sources for. Rabbi Yochanan said that Rabbi Shimon says you always do this kites, this dessert for the Mizbeach. So you bring these, you bring this kites, which Rashi says uh, is a kinuach seuda, meaning mitika. Right? Uh, Rashi says these are like, uh, like, you know, like dessert for the Mizbeach. And Rabbi Yochanan says these are like tenim. These are like like white um, uh, dates. dates, yeah. That's what it says. Kivanot shu kivanot like livanot. Kivanot shuach lemisbeach. Banot is like livanot. So it's like you're bringing uh, you bring these this dessert lemisbeach. Now this is kind of be like an interesting question. I don't if I understood this properly. It's kind of like kind of like entertaining a little bit, but v'haktiv ki kolsa or kol davash lotetir mishelana. There's a pasuk that says. You can't bring uh, dvash on the mizbeach. 
and Rashi says, any types of mine peirot, ha'ilan. So I think at this point they're understanding it that, I don't know what they're understanding. Because <laughs> he said this, is, it seems like it's metaphoric, right? You, what do you do with the leftover olot? You bring all these back, like you bring sweet, sweet parts of dessert, sweet, sweet items for dessert. So it seems like they're, they're understanding this literally and, and to some extent. They're saying, well, you can't bring sweet items on the Mizbech. It says you can't bring dvash on the Mizbech. So, 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 just occurs to me, maybe what they're saying is, is the sweet is allegorical. But what they're really saying is, you know what, there's no problem with these extra leftover animals. Do all the korbanot of the year that you have to, and you've got holy animals, you've got a Mizbech, you know, shech them and... For what purpose? For no purpose. For, for the fact that it's holy and this is a Mizbeach. And you can, you can but, do a Korban. But we said you can't, you can't bring sweet things on the Mizbeach. No, no, it's not sweet. It's allegorically. Yeah. It's sweet. It's extra yeah. That's the answer. But there is, they have a problem here. Before they got to that, they have a problem. He says, on one hand, you would say this is a sweet offering. On the other hand, he says you can't bring sweet things on the, on the Mizbeach. Yeah, yeah, but that's if you take the words literally. I, that's that's yeah. why I'm like a little entertained by the question. You're already at the answer stage. That's what they're going to answer. No, these aren't really sweets. These are animals. Yeah. But there's like a question here. Well, that's just like, like you make a meal. So I wonder if there's something yeah. deeper, like, I don't know, maybe... No, the, the question of sweet is not, I think, is not literal. It's metaphorical. Yeah. It's like... Why, I agree. Why we, why, it's not. But that then would be obvious. That would be obvious. You, obviously, you can't bring oh, honey. So maybe, maybe the whole discussion is actually it's me- yeah. metaphorical. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, there's no... You don't add to it. You, you did what you're supposed to. And what do you mean you have extra and just bring it like an extra oh, thing? Meaning, yeah, there's no... Okay. There's That's, no don't sweets, bring extra. You don't bring extra. You, don't the, bring, yeah. you know, just do what you're supposed so to. So let's see if that works into the word. That's what I would... The whole discussion is allegorical. Okay, let's see. No, it's not talking about um, that these are sweet things to the Mizbeach. These are sweet things for people. If they're sweet things for people, then then that's Okay. I mean, you can't bring sweet things in these baths. These are sweet things for individuals. Yeah, but they, so what's, there's probably something deeper here. Yeah, I did. I mean, be. it's not an extra thing for the Mizbeach because you can't ever add on to the Mizbeach. God commanded that. Maybe it's, it's these are something sweet for the individual. Um, I feel good about the fact that I'm bringing... The, I feel good about the fact that I brought extra korbanot to the, to yeah. the temple. Yeah. It, meaning, there's a real, if there's a real need for it, you don't just stomp... I don't know. Maybe it's, if, something, if it's just for the... I don't know. I have to figure out what that is there. That's all, right. Really all right, let's keep going. Um, all right, so now we're gonna we're gonna a little excursion here, a little um, little digression. digression. Yeah, sorry, a little digression here. Um, then we're gonna get back to again supporting Rabbi Yochanan's approach. This digression is gonna be the Rashi Rabbi Nachman Bar Rav Chista. It's gonna be a little side side discussion. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a footnote, but it's not because um, they didn't have footnotes. So. I mean, uh, as Rav Nachman Bar Rav Chiza said, you don't bring this kites, don't bring these extra things from Ola to Of. You can do anything. You can do Ola, all kinds of Ola, but Ola to Of, you can't, you can't bring it with. So you have extra Ola of Of, you can't, you have leftover from the previous year, you have to find some other solution. You can't bring them as, as an Ola Nadava. So, uh, Amar Rava, Ha Borcha. What is it, Borcha? Rashi says, "Davar you mean alev." I mean, this is some this is some crazy stuff you're saying. Why? What's, what's the distinction between this ola and that ola? All the ola you could bring. So he says, You're saying I'm I'm nuts. I'm not nuts. Uh, my 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 borcha. 
Ana Amrita Niele. I said it. I'm Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak. I said this limud in front of Rav Chizda. You're saying it's 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 a faulty one. He's saying another thing. Umishmeder Rav Shimi Min Aharda. I said it to to him. Tamar Rav Shimi Min Aharda. Motarot in the Vatzibor Azli Vein Olat of Pitzibor. So you can't bring it from a lot of. Um, and that's and Rashi brings a source for it. So really, this is this is the truth. You can't bring from a lot of, and this is an exception. The time betrach koanim, I mean Rashi, the kriv min a torim hayachim mivi off beina tibor mivin off. So for some reason, there's a lim with it. The tibor can't bring off. And this is and this these korbot nedavar for the tibor. So you can't bring it. You can't bring it from the off. Okay, that was a little digression. Now we're going to get back again to supporting Rabbi Yochanan's approach that you you can't bring this kites on these bech. Um, now there's a number number two. So basically, it's saying I can establish what a korban is going to be by the sakin. The second I, I'm, I'm about to like set it, I'm about to yeah. So the second I set it aside for the sakin, I think set it aside as an olah. That's when it continue continue to be olah, all kinds of olot. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I can esta- if I, once I establish this as an Olah, it can be an Olah for its purpose. When the year passes, it can be Olah and too. The Sakin, like the person who establishes it, can do that. That's how I'm understanding that. Sakin Mashachtan Lemashahen. See, the person can establish what they are as long as they are Mashahen. Meaning, it can, if it's a Chatat, it doesn't work. So it's got to be a category. Yeah, it's got to be in the same category. Um, again, here's another supporting source. Third one. Tanya na mehachi. So this is this is not a Tanedic It's a Moraic source. This is a Tanedic source. And this is a. I think this is going to be a somewhat clear one. This is like really nice. So we're going to have a whole whole back, a whole Rabbi Shimon like. It's like going to go through a shita. Okay. If you didn't bring it on on, on the regel, right? So. Uh, uh, Nisan, Tevab and Nisan, you didn't bring it then. So what do you do? You bring, you can bring it on Rosh Chodesh, that Ola, that they, that that uh, that that goat. You can bring it on Rosh Chodesh. Sorry, um, uh, you can bring it on Rosh Chodesh, uh, Nisan, Er. You bring it on Rosh Chodesh, Er. Vimlo Karbosh, you didn't bring it on Rosh Chodesh, Er. So you can bring it on uh, Yom Kippur. So. No, I'm just looking at this. So, whenever you want to bring it, you didn't bring it for this, you bring it for that, dude. Yeah, that's Rabbi Shimon's approach, yeah. right? And that's what they ask him. Yeah. How can you do that? They're right. all separate purposes. He goes, well, right. they're all korbanot. They're, right. they're, they're all the same. They all come from the chaparal kodesh. Let's keep going. Vim lo kar biyom kippur yi kar baregel. You can bring it on on uh, on sukkis. Um, but each one is different purpose. The yom kippur that would be the uh, yom kippur. Yeah, these are different. This is different regalim. Um, <coughs> So, what is this coming to teach us here? Um, how is this also Tanya Nami Hachi? How is this that you can bring the kites? Oh, because you, because you can... Uh, the Lima is like this. Because you... I think Rashi says this too. Yeah. Um, the last line in Modera Bishimon, Rashi says, Hachi Nami Leola Shukdash Leola Yikarev. Just like these things can go, can be interchangeable. So too, Rabbi Shimon would hold that if you can, you have a, establish something as an olah, 
even after the time passed, you can use it for another type of olah. Mm-hmm. Just like we saw with the, with the korbanot, musaf, the, the musafin, that these musafin, you can interchange. These goats, you can interchange them. So, so the same thing with Ola for Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon's approach in general is that you can, you, things are interchangeable, even if they have different functions. Um, so we really have three approaches, which are interesting, if you think about it. I, I think Rabbi Huda would say um, they're not interchangeable, because we saw that, because he had to bring the base in it. We saw that. Everything has its own purpose, they're not interchangeable. Um, meaning this is like... Uh, here, you can do this. Uh, this is interesting to you. Um, someone wrote an article once on Ralph, Ralph Cook. He said that Ralph Cook talks about three types of approaches. You have <coughs> pluralism, you have um, a fanatic, fanaticism, and you have something in between, which kind of says like that everything's true, but they like they work off each other. So you have this fanaticism, which everything is its own purpose, and it doesn't pay attention to anything else. It can't be interchangeable. It's a fanatic. You only have one approach, and that's it. And you have this pluralistic approach of everything's everything, they here, 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 they all go together. And you have this inner approach, they all have distinct personalities, but they still work together. So that's going to be an Epicurean. Yeah. Is this, is, yeah. Yeah. All right, so. Um, okay. Lovely. So we now are moving into the next part of the Mishnah. We finished Shogeg. And now we're on Sedone. Uh, so we, fin- we finished Shogeg, which is the discussion really for the sliding scale offering. Now we're going into Zdon. If you look at the Mishnah, I brought it here, I think. Uh, yeah, this is um, part three of the Mishnah and source source one. So the inner, inner uh, goat on Yom Kippur uh, atones for that. So do we mentioned inner goat before, didn't we? Inner yep. goat. Yep. So it serves two purposes. I don't know why we pulled that in, but it serves two purposes. Inner goat serves also for uh, for something that was awareness and concealment. You're waiting in the in the interim. That's for a shogeg, but it also serves for mazi. <clears throat> so you can easily ask the question that we've been asking all the time with that chart over there. Uh, Yom Kippur can only serve one purpose and not two. So Tess would ask that. Tess would ask that on the bottom of the page, actually. Um, I completely understand the first answer, but the second answer is it's just not two couple, it's not, it's not, it's two separate things. This is a shogeg and this is mezi. Uh, these are all kapara. Yeah. Alright, so I won't go into that too much, but it's a good question. Alright, so again, so stone So this is what happens when you, have, when you go in bazadon. Intentionally, okay. All the whole discussion until now is you went in unintentionally, and they had the whole that was the whole topic of Yediyota Tuma. And things became aware, you became aware of it later on. That was Yediyota Tuma. So let's see what it says about stone. I was done Tuma Mikdashkoshav, Seir Nasebifnim. Mina Hanemile, how do we know this? Itana Rabbanan, so this is the first, this is the second source here. We're very familiar with this source. This is talking about Seir Pnim, source number two. Tanaram, Chaper al Kodesh Mitumop Nezrael, the Gomer, Pshaim Eluhamardim. Uh, and I'm just going to go sliding down, uh, and they bring examples for that. And they go, Hataod I'm sliding down. I slide down a little bit. And they're going to bring examples for that. So basically, they're saying like this: This pasuk talks is like Kasher Asal. So this we learn here: Pesha is a Zadon, Hatad is a Shogeg, and that's our source. And, and then let's look at inside. They're going to bring sources for what that we know that Pesha is a Zadon, mm-hmm. and Shogeg is a 
is uh, is uh, is is shogeg. Is is shogeg. Let's read this. So Tanaran Chiperal Kodesh Mitom Bnei Yisrael B'Shem Elam Ardim Lechen Umer Melech Moav Peshabi Vomer Az Tivsha Levana Betahi. So these are examples that a Melech Moav is a Pesha. He's coming intentionally. So Chataot Elu Ashkagot Lechen Umer Nefesh Kitechta Bishkaga Chet Shogeg They're put together. So I know that. So okay. So Sirapim serves two purposes. That's all I have for that whole topic for Zadon. What's the difference between Chet and Avon? Zadon and Chet are... Chet and Avon. Oh, Chet and Avon. Uh, so Pesha is Mezid. Yeah, is Mezid. Yeah, Chet it's a really good question. I know that I remember learning that once. I think... After, after, I don't know if I'm forgetting that. There is a difference, though. Yeah, Chetati so Avidi Peshati. It's, it's worse than Chet. It's worse than Chet. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just forgetting exactly what the difference is. I'll put that down to it. Um... Because that's the lashon you're supposed to use when you're when you're saying sorry to Hashem. Chatati abiti pashati. Those are three different things, really. I think avon is that you did intentionally. I think pesha is that you did intentionally in order to to mored. That's I think that's what it is. So ched is that you did it unintentionally. Avon is that you did it intentionally, and pesha is that you did it intentionally in order to to go against God. So you could do a sin intentionally, but you didn't. But like you didn't really want to sin. You know, you didn't want to eat, you really like, you, if you ate, if you thought something was one type of meat, you ate it and it was really pig, that might be shogik. If you knew it was pig, and you knew you didn't want to sin, but it looks so good, pig. that bacon, you start smelling it, ah, you ate it, that's avon. But if you said, that pig, I, I like it, or, I, or you don't like it, but I'm eating it, I'm saying, God, this is for you, you eat the bacon, that's like a pesha, you do it, go against God, so... So it's a little bit lower than Pesha. Yeah, yeah. You do intentionally, but not in order to go against God. So, so, yeah. So let's go. So now the the mission is going to. So this is going to be. Um, let's just look at this this chart. Here. This the mission is going to ask this. The next part of the mission says this. If you uh, if you read if you read part um, part three, okay, part three of the mission. Really, it should be it should be really part four. Okay. Al-Shar um, Here's another, is the last part of the Mishnah. This is the last part of Rabbi Shimon Ben Yehuda's statement. Mm-hmm. He says, Al-Shav Rosh Batara, Hakalot Vachamorot Azanot Vashkagot. Hoda Velo Hoda, Asav Ase Velo Tase, Kritov Mitobitin, all these, Sir Mishtalech Mechaper, all these things, uh, it's not that you have um, the inner goat, though it's the, uh, the, the goat that goes to Azazel. It's Mechaper. So really, Yom Kippur is great because it takes care of all these things. Through the Sir Lazazel. Today we don't have the Sir Lazazel, so you do tshuva, you do the, all that. Al chet. That's to make up for the Sir Lazazel. But really, that was the big thing. You sent this off, and, it, and you sent it off with all the sins of Am Yisrael. And there's different approaches. What that means, if it carried the sins, or if it was a symbolic thing, it's Ramban, Ramban, Rachloket on that. But, but nevertheless, um, all it covers all these things. And these these numbers and brackets are my numbers because they're going to ask this. They're going to say they're basically going to say like this. If you check out the pasuk. It seems like it's repeating itself. It says hakalot b'chamorot azanot v'shkagot. Hakalot um, could be connected to asevelotase because those are those are easy, easy, easy ones. Hachamorot that could be connected to number two kritodimitopetin. Hazdonot that could be connected to hoda that you knew. V'chashkagot could be connected to velohoda. So it's basically why are you repeating yourselves? That's going to be the question. And the answer is going to be um, what's going to be on the second column here in, in source three that I put here. Uh, they're going to answer. No, really, it's saying like this. Let's read it. That's the general introduction. Now we're going to, we're going to explicate 
it's different parts. Those, and then they're going to add these words in in brackets. Whether you, you knew or you didn't, whether you knew about them or you didn't know about them. It's like a subcategory. And then the Elohana, those, and these are the kalot that we talked about earlier. These are the chamrot. So they're kind of just saying, like, we can work this, we can understand this Mishnah that's not, it's not duplicating things. It's coming to, it's at the general principle, and it's coming to explicate the details one after another. So let's, let's just read that inside here. But I just think it's a beautiful piece in this Mishnah. It's important to know that Yom Kippur, you have all these things. Don't note, you have Shkagot, um, uh, you have Chamorot, all these things. You see, Allah Zazel, it took care of. Mm-hmm. And so, that's um, what I put down here. That was our question, right? Mm-hmm. That's a general principle. Now we're going into details. That was that was column. That was row number two here. Mm-hmm. Uh, column two, row two. Ben Adam was ve'elu hena kalot asev lotas ve'elu hamarot kritanamoto beitin. Okay, so that was that. Um, okay, let's just do one. Let's get to the next stuff. Hi ase. These ase that we're talking about. What are they? Hechidami. If you didn't do tshuva, so it says in Yom Kippur the siyal azazel. It, it's mechaper in your ase, right? Um, so. So it's something I guess you you, for, you didn't do an ase, right? So if you didn't do tshuva, so this wouldn't help you. You have to do tshuva. You can't just come and get a korban and, and, and have it mechaper on you. Uh, it, it can take care of your ase, but you still have to do tshuva, right? People just love to do tshuva. So it's not just like an automatic thing. Um, and if you did tshuva, so the kol yomanami. Right, <coughs> the whole day can be chaperin. You don't need the seal as it says. Oh, every day. I mean, every single day. You don't need Yom Kippur. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's okay? If so, seal yeah. azazel. What well, has it work? If you did, if you didn't do tshuva, it's not going to help you. You have to do tshuva in order for the seal azazel to go into effect. If you did tshuva, so what are you Yom Kippur? Every single day you can do tshuva, as it says. So as Rabbi Zera says, Amar Rabbi Zera, Belmed Bemirdo. So no, it really is talking about you didn't do tshuva. And whose shita is it? It's Rebbe shita. Rebbe says you don't have to do tshuva. Yom Kippur is that strong that it undoes your, your sin even without tshuva. With the Seer Even He says, Itzumosha Yom Mechaper. But it's with the Seer Lazazel. So let's see. The Verebi He. This is a famous approach of Rebbe. Like what's, everyone goes into trying to discuss what his approach is. Tanya Rebbe Yomer, Akol Avrach Batra, Benasachuva, Benosachuva, Yomerikim Bukhamper. Chutzim Horek, aside from these other exceptions, which wasn't the case here. Chutzim Horek, Oba Galapani Batra, Mefebri Basar, Shima Sachuva, Yomakim Bukhamper, Vimlav, and Yomakim Bukhamper. So apparently he's saying Yomakim is Mechamper with the Korban Azazel, I guess. But nevertheless, so really, according to Rebbe, our mission is saying if you did if you did a mitzvah, I said the seal azazel atones for you. And if it's talking about you did tshuva, why didn't you say azazel? It's talking about you didn't do tshuva. You didn't do the tshuva, so how is it mechaper? It's like you're, you're, you can't just get a korban and, and it just it's atones for you. Well, yeah, you can. You can. It's that powerful. The seal azazel. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.